Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I'm your host. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Fides is Latin for faith and truth, and that's what we do on this show is talk about truth and talk about faith. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the great song that you're hearing in the background is my friend Frank Camp. You could find him on Spotify. Great song. This song is called Heaven Can Wait. But thanks for being here, and let's get right to it. Okay, and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino. As uh, we know that Fides means, is Latin for knowledge, faith, and truth. And um, that's what we do here. So um, in today's episode, I am bringing to you a, a Catholic author and political columnist by the name of Jeffrey Stevens. Jeffrey, thanks for being here. Thank you very much for having me on. I've been looking forward to this all week. Okay, excellent. Glad to have you here. So, um, so one of the things that you do is you're you're a writer. You you're a columnist at the Catholic Stand and Catholic Three Sixty Five. Uh, where are those the two areas that uh, people can find you? Those two are where I do a lot of writing strictly based on my faith. My faith, but I also am a senior writer with ThinkCivics.com which that is solely political. There's nothing faith-based whatsoever about that. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so your background is uh, you studied uh, ancient sacramental studies at Aiden University, and that's in Indiana, correct? Yeah, I live in Indiana, but Aiden is actually in Jacksonville, Florida. And gotcha. I just, I do my studies online. Gotcha. Excellent. Great. And um, so, so real quick, so tell me about, uh, tell me about your book that you have. My book is, it's called Walking Through the Gospels in 90 Days. And what it is, it's just a short daily devotional book. If you add up all the chapters from Matthew 1 through John 21, John 21, there are 79 or 89 chapters, I'm sorry. And so it was just a 90-day devotional book geared towards getting Christians more involved with reading their Bible every day. Okay. Excellent. So the hope, the hope was they go through all four gospels in a three month span. And then that's just a practice. They continue with the rest of the Bible going forward. Gotcha. Excellent. So, um, so I was, uh, I, I went on to, um, to let me get the site, the catholicstand.com just to look at some of your writings. Uh, you know, you're, you're coming out with columns pretty consistently and uh, in one of them, you you talk about uh, you talk about your past a little bit. Uh, are you able to open up uh, with us about about your past? Yes, sir. I uh, I I definitely have a dark past. Would be putting it mildly. So Jesus has not always been important to me, and even since he has been part of the story, I've definitely had some ups and downs. Okay, tell me so, about it. There, um, well, it all roots down to one thing for me is alcohol. I'm a recovering alcoholic, and drinking has taken me to some pretty dark places in life. Okay. So I actually, I converted, I became in full communion with the Catholic Church in October of 2018. Jesus first became important to me back in September of 2012. I was living living at a faith-based recovery home for men suffering from an alcohol and drug addiction down in Jacksonville. And that's when everything just really 
you know, before then, I knew who G Jesus was. I knew he was my only means of salvation. It's not so much that I didn't believe in him. I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. And then in 2012, a personal relationship with him became very important and things have just taken off. So um, you, at what age did you, did you start with the alcoholism? Was it something at a relatively young age? Was there something, um, if this is something you can share, that, uh, that, that caused the alcoholism? Yeah, I started drinking pretty regularly at the age of 12. And then by 16, I was drinking regularly as a quote-unquote alcoholic. I, I drank, well, of course, no one should be drinking at that age. But mm -hmm. when I was 16 years old, I was daily drinking with grown alcoholic men. And so, of course, I had a very high tolerance. Um, it, I, I could reach the point of being blackout drunk and continue drinking for several more hours after that and not have any recollection whatsoever the next day what happened. Wow. And um, it, so, so you, were, you said at 12 uh, is, is kind of when it started. Uh, what, was, what was your family-like life like? going on obviously if you're 12 years old 12 14 16 and so on you're you're still pretty young and you're at home and you know what was what was your surroundings like um actually my my mom and dad were never together that they separated when i was very young around two or three and my dad not to blame or shift folks on him or whatever I, as an adult man, I've made my own decisions, but my dad is an alcoholic, and it was actually on my 12th birthday, the first time I drank, I drank with my dad for my birthday, mm. wow. and so that was just kind of a thing growing up, I drank a lot with my dad. Uh, it was a reward, you know, if we were at school every day that week and we had outstanding grades on the weekends. We got to drink with dad. Wow. I, I'm not saying it's right or okay. It's just, it's how it was when we grew up. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, so did you live with your father Is it, or what was the living circumstances? At that time, at my 12th birthday, I probably could count on one hand how many times I would see him a year. Okay. And then once drinking became part of the story, I made sure I was with him every weekend. And then by the time I was 16, I was living with him. Gotcha. So you can kind of see <laughs> how, mm -hmm. what played into what. Yeah. So, so at what age did you, did you go into recovery? Uh, it sounds like you, you were, you said you were in a, a program. Yes. I first started going to AA meetings over 20 years ago and it has been a serious struggle. I've went a couple of times throughout life where I've put together some substantial amount of sobriety and then other times it just hasn't been important to me right mm -hmm. now. I'm currently just coming up on 60 days and I can honestly say I've never taken sobriety this serious before. 
And I believe it's not any coincidence why things are happening to where my book is now just finally coming out. Mm -hmm. Opportunities like this are presenting themselves and my writing career, just focusing on the Catholic faith is really starting to take off right now. Great. Well, that, that's great to hear. Um, so was there a, at any point, was there a sort of an aha moment for you that, uh, that, that caused you to, you know, sort of change or seek help or, or, or sort of change in your faith? You know what? I, I've known all along that for me, I'm not saying this with anyone, but for me, drinking is wrong and the way I drink, it is very sinful. And, uh, it's not that I never knew that or didn't realize that. I just, I simply didn't care. I depended more on God's forgiveness than my obedience. Mm -hmm. And here a while back, we just, there was a real come to Jesus moment. I was sitting here in my office and I've, I've dabbled with writing on the Christian faith for a few years now. And I always turn to sports writing or writing in other areas simply because I'll be drinking. And it, it is hard to sit there and write about the Bible and about Jesus mm -hmm. when you're regularly drinking the way I drink. Mm -hmm. And so God just, he really let me know, hey, if you're ready to do this right now, there, there's still plenty you can do, but it's. It's now or never. You're either all in or you're not in at all. And things have taken off since then. Gotcha. Um, so can, can I ask, uh, what is the situation with your father at, at this moment? I don't call him enough. Um, he actually, he lives about an hour away. And I haven't seen him in over a year. Mm -hmm. And if anything, that, that shows my failures and where I lack to show my dad the love of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely have failed as a son. I could be much more loving to him than I am. Mm -hmm. So I. Yep, I know. I understand. Calling more. I gotcha. I understand. Um, I understand. Uh, so you said that uh, you had told me uh, off the air that uh, you're working on a second book. Uh, what is that book, and, and what's a little little bit of a preview? Yeah, that is it. It's focusing on it's a book for men only on men becoming a man after God's own heart, mm -hmm. and it definitely it is not for someone who just wants to go to church every now and a weekend. This is a book for men. Like what I'm trying to be to where God is the one thing that drives everything in their life. And from first Samuel chapter 12 or 13, it was where I started through the life of David through first Kings chapter two, there are 45 chapters. And then I'm also going to write about 45 Psalms that David wrote and it's just a daily devotional where every day we take a story from one chapter, reading in order, and then just something you can apply to life to make God more important to who you are. Excellent. Excellent. 
Um, well, that's good. Well, well, we'll look forward to it. So, so tell, um, tell me and, and everyone listening how, uh, how and where they can find you and, and find your writings. Again, I mentioned uh, uh, catholicstand.com. Uh, you have some articles, but uh, give us a preview of where people can find you out on uh, social media and in the internet. Yes, uh, thecatholicwordsmith.com is my personal blog. I, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, definitely, I update new writings and some more along with that from time to time, but definitely it set my schedule every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as the Catholic stand, or I'm sorry, the, the Catholic wordsmith.com. And then I also have a Facebook page and Twitter account for the Catholic wordsmith. Okay. And that this is the first time, because like I said, I converted to the Catholic Church back in 2018. And it's not that I don't want Protestants reading what I write. This is just the first time I've solely focused what I write towards a Catholic audience. Gotcha. Yeah, so. no problem. Yeah, that's great. So, um, uh, so again, you could find Jeffrey Stevens. Uh, his last name is spelled S-T-E-V-E-N-S. Uh, you can find them even just by looking them up or um, you could find them at uh, catholicstand.com and uh, he has a Facebook page and the like. So uh, Jeffrey, thanks for coming on. I'll, I'll give you any last words that uh, you want to put forward or, or any reminders for anybody or any, anything you want to say, the floor is yours. Um, the only thing I will add is thinkcivics.com. This is a website we just recently launched, me and a friend of mine. And what we focus on is news that you can trust, that is factual. And like for myself, I'm conservative. And there are times when the facts put it that way, mm -hmm. the guy on my side is not in the spotlight. And that's okay. But it, it's a website you can go to, thinkcivics.com, where it is factual news you can trust. And I specifically, my role is... I cover the Vatican and the Vatican's role in world politics. So there's actually a lot going on for me right now in that mm -hmm. area. Gotcha. So, excellent. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. So people should, I, I hope everyone uh, checks it out. Uh, so uh, Jeffrey, want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate you being here. This was, uh, it was great to talk to you and uh, uh, your, your story is uh, very compelling and uh, certainly, I, I wish you uh, wish you all the best of success and all that you're doing. And uh, obviously, working on uh, working on your recovery, which is something you work on every day. I know. Um, so, thanks yes, for being sir. here. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Absolutely, my pleasure. And thank all of you for uh, for listening to another episode of Fides Podcast. Again, my name is Jerry Serino. I appreciate you listening, and I'll see you next time.